Welcome into Ezra and Cotter Sports Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Ari. I'm Justin. So it's a big week of football. Week 17, where teams get out of the playoffs, where teams can move into the playoffs. And for the first game, no real playoff implications here, but we got that Falcons and the Bucks. Yeah, it's going to, I don't know, I think Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to want to have to get a little momentum here. So I think they'll, you know, I think they're going to go all out here. And you want to get everything going for playoffs because there's only one team getting a buy. So I think the Buccaneers will go on here and look to lay one on the Falcons. And I think they'll be able to cover. But I can see this easily being an over game just because of uh, the Falcons. You know, they're, they're scrappy. Their offense is not bad. They'll put up a lot of points. So I think the over is easily here, especially – with the way Calvin Ridley's been playing and the absence of Julio, he's kind of shown to be on number one. So I think the over easily here and Bucks covering for sure. Yeah, we saw the Bucks absolutely dominate the Lions last week. But, I mean, for Week 17, we don't really know who's going to be in and who's not. Like, I figure Brady, if he scores all his points and like he did last week against the Falcons' defense, which actually held up against the Chiefs last week, but he might only play a half. Um, but I'm definitely going to take the Bucks here. I'm going to take the Falcons plus seven just because I think, you know, it's going to be backups. And I feel like that's how like all of week 17 is going to go. So next we have the Ravens and the Bengals. Some playoff implications here. If the Ravens win, they're obviously in. Um, I think the Ravens cover here easily. I think they're going to go. They've been hot recently. I think they're not, you know, biased, obviously, but they're the hottest team in the uh, NFL right now. But they go out there and what they do best is beat up on bad teams. So I think they're easy to be able to cover the two touchdown spread here. They're starting to get some key defensive guys back from injury. I think that'll be a, play a big part. The Bengals are kind of rolling too, but I think the Ravens will try to make a statement and go to the playoffs at the high note. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick the Ravens here. 12 and a half. I don't know, like just for the box game, like I just said, because Lamar Jackson to very, very well run up the score and then he's not playing the second half. And that's very possible. So I wouldn't touch this game, but I would – I mean, it's not even worth it to bet the money line because it's minus 900. Like, you're getting nothing for that. So if anything, I might take the over because that's pretty low. And the Bengals have shown they could prove – or prove that they could score points. Saw last week against Texans. So, yeah, I'm just going to take the Ravens just straight up. I agree. Um, next we have the Dallas Cowboys at Giants. So, I understand, right, if the Washington football team loses to the Eagles, this game will be the NFC East winner. So, there are some implications here. That's if the Washington football team loses. But I really like the Cowboys in this. I think they've been rolling. They're not the Cowboys team that we've seen, you know, earlier in the season. They're still not great, but I think the Giants, you know, they had that three-game streak. But since then, they really haven't been good at all. So, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win. Yeah, and I kind of like, you know, I don't, the Cowboys offense, I mean, they still, their wide receivers are good. And Andy Dalton is a serviceable quarterback. He's not good, but he'll go out there and, you know, he's not terrible. I mean, he had a good career so far with the Bengals, but I mean, I think too, I think spread easily was covered. I really don't think the Giants are that good either. I think they're pretty bad. Um, But this just looks like a classic under game of where the Giants, I just don't see them really scoring. It's just the NFC East is like the most terrible division I've ever seen. Like, I don't even know how one division gets so bad. It's crazy. Like, I would I would move the Packers-Bears game because the Packers are playing for 
the number one seed still, they haven't locked that up, and the Bears, if they win, they're in. I think that's more Bears, interesting of a game. Bears, Bears look good, too. Or even the Rams and Cardinals, even though Kyler said, I think he's going to play, but it's going to be a backup, but still playoff implications there. Um, next up, Dolphins at Bills. So, I think we're still not sure if Allen's playing, but if he is, I'm going to take the Bills all day. But if not, the Dolphins, you know, they're going to be fighting for a spot, and they haven't been there in a long time. So it's really all depending on whether what which starters are playing, because the Bills are obviously pretty much locked up in that number two seed. So it's depending on, you know, how players play and who's in or not. But I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah, uh, I wasn't, when watching the Raiders Dolphins game. I was not impressed with the Dolphins at all. I mean, especially with Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's the one that gave them life to it. Kind of like the offense just kind of stalled with him and their quarterback, even though I think he's going to be good. The, but I just wasn't impressed enough to see where even they were able to take down the, the Bills, even if they're playing not all their starters. I think the Bills are still able to beat the Dolphins here. I just really, unless Tua can really change it up here, I think it would be crazy, but Mm. I'm gonna have to go with the under here. I, I hate going under, but I don't know. That's low too. I could, ju- yeah. And it all de- it all depends if Josh Allen's. If Josh Allen plays, then I take the over. But if he's under, usually offenses like tend to stall with a backup, just because they're not used to it. So that's why I just think the under. All right, and for our next game, we have the Vikings and Lions. No playoff implications here, but we did hear that Dalvin Cook will be out on Sunday. Yeah, so <sighs> Dalvin Cook's out. The Lions just got the brakes beat off them. Um, obviously, I'm taking the Vikings here, and another. This is another under. I don't know. If, I don't think with Dalvin, I can really lean the over just because he's a huge part of that offense. I don't think I could lean over. I'd have to go under here. Fifty-three and a half is a lot. That's you're expecting what? Just about four touchdowns from each team. I just don't. See, I just don't see that happening. I don't see that coming from the Lions. So I, I think this is an easy under. I don't think any chance it ever hits. Honestly, it's a lock. Going under lock. The only thing is these defenses are absolutely terrible, like worse in the league. But I just, yeah, you're. I hate. You're right. Like the, I hate betting under because you're like basically asking players like not to play. But like, I don't know. I just don't see eight touchdowns being scored in this game. All right, so let's move on to our next game. We have the Jets and the Patriots. Again, no playoff implications here. (sighs) Jets are riding a, what are they, riding a two-game win streak right now? Is it? And the Patriots are kind of just reeling and dealing, and they're trying to get to the the draft. So, because I think Cam Newton's gone, basically. He just keeps getting benched. They just got beat bad. (sighs) You know... I think I want to go Jets, but like at the end of the day, I, I feel like their management has to tell them like you just can't win another game. Like we need that number two pick. I don't know if they're locked into the number two. If they're locked into the number two, that would change that. But I kind of think they'll just lose on purpose. But thirty nine and a half two for the for the spread is that is not a lot either. I'm gonna have to go the over. <laughs> I think oh, I, yeah, the over is like a lock. I feel like. 
yeah, yeah. Especially since the Jets pulled out a trick play last week against the Browns, who has a solid defense, and they put up what they put up twenty last week against the yeah. Browns. And the Patriots, I mean, the Patriots are good. They got JC Jackson, but he did get burned last week. So I think, I think I'm just going to go Patriots both cover and spread and then over. Yeah, this one's kind of tough because the last two weeks you would have been like, no way to Jets win. And I'm going to stick with the Jets. I mean, it's again, like you said, the whole management thing. Like, if there's a circumstance where they're like, you absolutely cannot win this game in terms of draft picks, that would definitely change things. But if they're playing like they had the past, you know, two, three weeks against good teams, they should be able to beat the Patriots. And I like that a lot. So I'm going to take the Jets to win straight up. Um, next up, we have Steelers at Browns. So we got word that Roethlisberger isn't playing. A lot of the line isn't playing, offensive and defensive. So even with that, I still do like the Steelers. The Browns are favored by a lot here. I guess the quarterback being out and, you know, everything. But I still think even the Steelers, you know, backup players are still quality players. Like the Steelers are a good organization. And the Browns... They lost to the Jets last week, last week, and what are they doing? I don't know that they really got that fight left in them. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I get I get you go into the game with, like, your practice squad wide receivers. That sucks. But you're playing the Jets. I mean, you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt still. Probably one of the best backfield duos in the league. You know, top, you know, if they're not the best, they're top five at least. And you're right. Baker does have good games, but I always say this all the time. Baker just, they play down to their opponents, and it's so annoying. Because they, they'll go out there and play up to the Ravens, you know, they'll put up 40, and then the next game they'll go and put up 10 against the Jets. Like, there's no reason that should be happening. So, yeah. I, didn't I don't know. understand last week why they ran the ball, like, 12 times or something, and Baker threw, like, 40-plus times. That made no sense to me. I watched the game too, and Baker missed a lot of throws. He underthrew a lot of balls. You could tell the team was just getting pissed. I don't know why they just had dumb errors. They just did not look good at all. It was weird. It was just bad. It was really bad football, and they did not deserve to win the game at all. So I'm glad they lost because the Jets actually looked okay out there running the ball and stuff. So I mean, I don't, I don't think the Browns eight and a half's a lot, and they're playing this. Oh, they're favored by eight and a half. Oh, I'm I'm going Steelers plus eight and a half all day. I, don't, I feel like and that's maybe even locked. yeah. I was kind of confused by that. I mean, they are sitting like their bat are sitting Big Ben, but like even then, Big Ben hasn't been having a crazy year. He's been kind of he had a good, really good second half last week, but I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going Steelers eight and a half because the Browns win, they're in right. Yep. I don't see any way that the Steelers would want the Browns to be in. So I'm going Steelers across the board and over. I also think there's a scenario where they play each other if the Browns win, which is going to be a weird game seeing, uh, you know, a division opponent for the third time. So we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) I don't know, like, how that's going to work because you don't... You don't want to lose on purpose, but 
All right, so next up we have the Tennessee Titans and the Texans. The Titans are definitely fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, so uh, the Titans, I'm not a huge fan of the Texans, but they somehow just come out and put up a lot of points. But they have, they played a really bad team last week. I think they played the Bengals, yeah. and, but it was like a very close high-scoring game. And the Titans do have a terrible defense, so I think it could be high-scoring, but still Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, so I expect him to just run through there and cover the spread himself. So I think Titans across the board and the over here, just from the fact that the Titans' defense is terrible, the Houston Texans' defense is bad too, so I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah, we heard J.J. Watt last week kind of go off on his team saying, like, you know, if you don't want to be here, just leave. So maybe that'll get the Texans defense a little fired up and kind of a surprise game. I don't really see it happening, though. So I'm going to take the Texans winning by eight and just winning the game. Yeah. It's just that's such it's so tough because the Titans are locked. The Titans are locked in, right? They're, they already won their division. No, I think the Colts are right up there with him. Who the Colts play this week? Oh, Colts got Jaguars, so yeah, the Titans are gonna Titans are gonna beat the brakes off them for sure. Because Jag- Colts aren't losing. No, there's no way they want to give up that home field advantage. No. <laughs> uh, next up, it's Cardinals and Rams. Yeah, so we just got word that Kyler is set to play, and then for the Rams, they have an XFL quarterback so the Cardinals should win especially with Goff out Henderson's out a lot of their team is out so you know if if Kingsbury doesn't win this I feel like his job's not on the hot seat but a lot of fans in the organization is definitely going to be you know dissatisfied about how the season went especially with Kyler not performing you know how he was in the beginning of the season Kyler had a down year actually he like he was my like pre year MVP like pick and he lived up to that for like the first four games and then he just like started reeling and it's not even like because of injuries he just didn't do well DeAndre Hopkins is out there every game and I think when you have DeAndre Hopkins as your wide receiver you should be you know that's almost guaranteeing you like 100 yards a game from him basically the guy just doesn't drop anything I actually think the one here didn't drop anything it's just and it's tough because I, I do think he will be on the hot seat just because they I think the high, I think the expectations were I still think the expectations were were Lamar like for the Cardinals this year. No, I agree. I mean, but, Kyler was supposed to, he's the number one pick. He has big expectations. Yeah, and you bring in, uh, in my opinion, top two, top three wide receiver in the league, and you basically shaft the the Texans and get them for nothing, and. You have a down year like this. I mean, what are they? They don't have a good record at all. I mean, it's okay, but it's enough because the NFCs or not the NFCs, the NFC wild cards, not as good as the AFC. But I mean, yeah, I think next year it'll be make a break for Kings- Kingsbury. But I'm gonna have to go Cardinals here just because I think Kyler in there is better than that backup quarterback that the Rams had, and the Rams just put another guy on their D line on the. COVID list, so I think the Cardinals are able to pull it out here, though. And it's sad because if the Rams would have just won that Jets game, they would be in. This wouldn't even be a game worth talking about. 
Exactly. That's great. The football year has been absolutely absurd. Um, next up, we have Packers at Bears. Yeah, so the Bears have been pretty hot lately. Trubisky is kind of fighting for his fifth-year option here. But I don't like him at all. I really like the Packers here. Uh, as I mentioned before, they're still fighting for that number one seed. And they have it in their pocket right now, but they just can't lose. So I think Rodgers, uh, I saw an interview with him with Pat McAfee. He was like, I love playing at Soldier Field. He's always done well there. He loves the vibe of it. Um, and he's played well in every stadium. So I think he's just going to really dominate here. Adams is going to go off like he usually does. And Packers are just going to win. Same. I I agree. I, I I don't know. Like, I always hate on the Bears. But last week they put up, what, like 35? Who... Against the Jaguars. Is that what... Yeah, it was against the Jaguars. I, I am also not a Mitch fan. I'm a huge Pat Rogers guy. I, lo- I think he's so good for the sport. He's awesome. He, uh, but him, Devontae Adams, just absolute dogs. And that's just not even a, who they got. Uh, Devontae Adams, um, Lazard, oh yeah, Lazard. I'm drawing. I was literally drawing a blank. But yeah, they just got absolute dogs on offense, and Rogers is a beast, and he's going to solidify MVP Sunday with the cover and the over on Sunday. Do you think the Packers are right now your NFC team to come out of the NFC? Easily. Yeah, the only thing I, is like their defense, we really have it hasn't been challenged that much. Because I think the number two seed is the Saints. Yeah. And I don't really like them that much. Uh, I think they're okay. I mean, I guess they basically have had Michael Thomas out all year, but I I, just, I don't know. I, th- I think the a- I think the I think again the Super Bowl winner comes from the AFC. I yes, think the AFC is so much better. more. Oh, yeah, the NFC just is not as good as they were last year, especially with the the loss of the the loss of the uh, the Forty ers basically turning into a, a terrible team after last year. Huge drop off. All right, so next we have the Jaguars and the Colts. Big spread here. Culture favorite to win by two touchdowns. I hate taking two touchdown spreads. Um, but the Colts, I think, are technically... I think the playoffs are out of their control, actually. I think if even if they win and they need somebody else to lose, I believe. Yeah. I, think they, I, think, I think if the Browns lose, then they're in. But if the Browns were to win, they're out. I think it's Browns, Ravens... And Dolphins, if they all win, the Colts are out. So they're the only team that can't control their own playoff fate. So they're a 425 game. It honestly depends on those one o'clock games. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I think I wouldn't even touch this game just because it all depends how those games go. I think I think if the, if there's a spot open, I think. The brand. Actually, no, I'm just taking the Jaguars covering. I don't even want to take 14. Because I would, I was going to say the Brag- Jaguars go out there and, and beat the brakes off, but even then, I think if they get up by big, they'll take out a couple guys. So yeah, I'm going to have to go Jaguars 14. Yes, remember, the Colts' backup is Brissett, who was the starter last year. So that's not like the worst backup in the world. No, it's not. But I, I still think they'll go, you know, heavy run, you know, just kind of get the game over with and that's even if they're even in a playoff spot the guys are going to go out there and either want to make a statement or be lazy and there's no in between so 
I don't know. I, I'm going Jaguars though, and uh, Jaguars, Jaguars cover Colts money line. Twenty-five. I'm gonna go to over. Yeah, I also. Like the, a, I like the Jags defense, to cover. But yeah, I don't. I just can't give. I can't give two touchdowns. Well, another reason I just is because. They're already locked for the number one pick. The Jets can't get it now. So the only thing is the Jets, I mean, the Jaguars could be playing their butts off because the whole season, you know, I don't think any team tries to lose. You can go on a high note into next year. Yeah, exactly. And now that, you know, there's no pressure from the organization to lose because you already got that number one pick. Maybe they're up there, you know, trying to play spoiler here. I mean, this is almost, yeah, this is almost like a trial for Minshew. I mean, he's, it's obvious they're taking Lawrence number one. So Minshew, you're, you're going to be either, you're either going to start the first couple of games while Lawrence sits on the bench, which I don't even think happens. No. Or you're just going to be the backup. It's either Minshew or Glennon. I'm not sure. I don't think they announced it yet. Neither do I. All right. So for our next game, we have. Raiders and the Broncos. I think the Raiders are still in, but that's like if everyone else loses. Yeah, you need like four losses. This is a game I would stay away from just because the Raiders the Raiders just do terrible every week and the Broncos do a little better than what they expected and it's just I don't know. It's a hard it's a hard game to predict. Because the Raiders defense is not good. The Broncos Offense is okay. Jerry Judy had a lot of drops last week, but I'm going to have to just stick with the Raiders. I don't know. Two and a half cover. Um, this just kind of seems like a classic under game, though, for me. I don't, Just a, a couple bad teams. I just see them making a bunch of mistakes and, you know, just not being able to find the end zone. So I'm going to have to go Raiders, everything, under. Yeah, these teams are just so streaky. Like, one game you think the Raiders are, you know, this playoff team, they beat the Chiefs, and then they're terrible. And then for the Broncos, we've seen a few good games, but overall just haven't been that good team. Their defense isn't terrible. They got, you know, waxed by the Bills a few games ago. But I'm going to take the Raiders to win, and I think uh, I I like this as an under game too. I just, I just don't trust the teams enough for them to have consistent scoring like that for 50 because looking at the other games here, they're the only one that's in the 50 off of these four around here, and I just don't trust either of these teams. All right, so next up we have the Chargers and the Chiefs. I do not think Mahomes will be playing. Mahomes is not playing, so... I'm liking the Chargers here. I'm not even going to lie. No, I like I that. Think, I, I, like I like Chargers across the board, to be honest. I, I kind of think their offense is like, who would be the starter for the Chiefs? Um, I'm totally forgetting his name. Chad Henney, I want to say. Exactly. So, I mean, Justin Herbert blows him out of the water, in my opinion. I think they'll just go up and – I think the Chargers will go out there and kind of put up a lot of points. I think the over hits here easily, too, actually. I don't, I don't know. I'm taking, I'm taking Chargers across the board in the over. I just think the Chargers have a good day. Have a field day. You know, Chiefs going there nice and rested for the playoffs. Uh, oof. Hopefully that two weeks off, though, doesn't bite in the ass. 
but I'm liking Chargers across the board. Yeah, with Chad Henney playing, I'm looking right now, he's played nine games since 2014. So I feel like... Was he on the Dolphins? Yeah, he was. He went to the Dolphins, then Jaguars, and then Kansas City. Um, yeah, I think Henny's just going to be... like He hasn't seen a real NFL defense because... I mean, any defense can have a great day like on any given Sunday. And I think the Chargers is really going to have... You know, some fun playing against Chad Henney. Um, but the only thing that could win the Chiefs the game, I think, is going to be their running game. If, you know, Bell can really slam it down their throats and, and really rack up yardage. Yeah, Bell's been a solid pickup, midseason pickup for them. It's actually, that's why I traded Clyde Edward T. Lair, because he actually started taking away touches from him. Gets him like way more than you think, actually. Yeah. Especially for passing back, especially for passing down situations, he's in there most of the time. Um, next up, the Saints at Panthers. Uh, 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 I don't know. I really don't know because the Panthers have played really well, and like this whole season, they've been like one score games every single time, and I'm really not sold on the Saints. I'm not. Like, I don't think they're – I think they're one of the worst number two seeds we've had in recent years. Just nothing really convinces me that they're this great team. Their defense is really good, but their offense, it's like hit or miss, you know? And if Breeze can't throw those deep balls, like the, the five-year passes aren't going to work, you know, in, in the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Panthers to cover, and I think the Saints could get it done. I think the Saints will get it done. It all depends on Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he's, he's it really else. does. But I think the Saints get it done too. I don't know. I, I'm, having, I'm just going to lean to. I'm going to go Saints covering, and Saints get it done. But the over here, I think Kamara, Kamara with Drew Brees like adds a whole different dynamic. Even if Drew Brees isn't playing like he was. Camara plays better when he's with Drew Brees instead of Taysom Hill. No, I agree. But, like when Taysom Hill was in, I don't remember hearing Camara scoring at it, all. Like he wasn't a factor. Exactly. Exactly. So Camara is what this X factor is for the game. So I think with Camara and Brees, I think Saints are going to go in there and get ready for the playoffs and uh, have a good game. Yeah, I think it's because they just work so well together, especially because Camara is more of a pass catching running back. Like he could run the ball, but he's better exactly. in the open field. Exactly, and Taysom Hill is more more that you know, like Lamar, Kyler type, more athletic, and Jabriz doesn't offer that athleticism. Um, next up, we have Seahawks of Niners. Yeah, so for this game, I think this is going to be the Russell Wilson game that we've all been waiting for. He started off with all this MVP chatter around him through, I want to say, six, seven games, and he really just hasn't been the same. He just hasn't. He hasn't been putting up the yardage, not the touchdowns. We haven't heard DK's name that much, not Lockett. So I'm going to take the Seahawks to win here, win by a touchdown. The 49ers are out of it, but they could play spoiler, but I don't think they will. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's just... I, I don't think they'll play spoiler, but the Seahawks just kind of disappointed me i don't know i i had way higher expectations just because you know before the season 
Russell Wilson, not before the season. The first four, uh, first four weeks of this year, you expect Russell Wilson to be the MVP, and then you just slowly every game it just gets worse. And I don't know. I don't know if I've seen enough out of the the 49ers to go in there and play spoiler towards Russell Wilson because I think they'll be able to go. I think him and DK can have a big game. Gets a little banged up team, so I'm gonna go Seahawks covering. But I think this is a I think this is an easy under, in my opinion. I don't, I don't really see this going over. Well, I like that, except for the fact that the Niners proved last week that they could score points, especially with the running game. Um, even without Mostert, they're still putting up a lot of yards. I'm trying to see. And even then, even I just feel like I don't know. Every time I, the, I feel like the Seahawks just don't put up as many points as we think they do. No, because the the whole stigma is they're this explosive offense, and then you know they're kind of always in a letdown spot. Yeah, every game I've seen them, it's like like the Eagles game. They had twenty points. The game after that, I think they had like twelve. Like it's just not what I expected. Yeah, remember the Giants game? They lost to the yeah, Giants. Exactly. All right. Speaking of the Giants, we have our last game of the slate, Sunday Night Football game. Big implications here. We have the Washington Football Team. And the Eagles. Ooh, I don't. I don't know. It's tough. It's a really. It's literally a toss-up. I wouldn't be surprised if the spread's even. But the Washington Football. I mean, they're kind of going through it right now with Haskins. You, know, you get the transition to quarterback. I don't even know if Alex Smith is good to go. Before you go into that, what, did, what did you think about Haskins getting released? I mean, the thing is, is like. I'm not a, I'm not against it, I guess. I think it was a good move on their part because the whole Washington football team has had a plagued by these before this year even started, they were plagued by uh I can't think of the word. They were just in the news all the time for doing something wrong, especially with the owner. So I and Ron Rivera wanted to come in and change the entire culture there. And if your first round pick is going around and hanging out with, he said it wasn't strippers. We all know it was strippers after, especially after losing a game and then it's posted on social media. And then the next week you're going to go. And I didn't actually know this, but it's a rule that the starting quarterback must talk to the reporters after the game, unless you're injured, of course. And he just straight up left the field and didn't talk to them. So, I mean, he's trying to install this new regime. So, I think, I mean, I'm not against it. Okay, and how about your game analysis? What do you, what do you think? About the Haskins? Yeah. No, I think it was definitely the right move. I mean, the Washington football team has been in this, this terrible spotlight for years, and they're trying to change the culture there. Haskins... Not even, not only on the field has been terrible, but off the field, he's just had so many distractions that even if he played well on the field, you know, obviously stripping his uh, captain tag away from him and and all the other consequences really didn't do anything because he was bad last start and then Heineke had to come in. So I think, yeah, it was definitely the right move. Maybe he'll sign somewhere else, but definitely definitely not good for Washington. Uh, yeah, I think it's... it's- still blows my mind actually i mean it doesn't really blow my mind but i'm surprised nobody signed earl thomas that's very I mean, true. obviously i haven't not. heard his name in forever yeah i mean obviously not saying like he's not a quarterback but i mean earl thomas was for the thing he got called for it actually like 
he actually technically did nothing illegal. It was actually all in his girlfriend, but I mean, he was in the news a lot and he was not a locker room guy at all. So, I mean, I guess that plays into it, but I mean, it must be worse than expected if you're an all pro, were an all pro. Didn't even have a bad year last year. Nobody's picking you up. Yeah, it just shows what like the on-field like implications can really be to your career. Yeah, exactly. But um, turning the Redskins game or the Washington football team, I think I'm gonna have to lean the football team here. I don't know. Jalen Hurts kind of just had a big big spot last week and just didn't live up to it. I think that kind of cost them. And I really like the D line of the football team. And if Alex Smith is back. And they got Terry, scary Terry out there on wide receiver. He's a very good wide receiver. I think, I think they'll be fine. But I could, I could easily see the Eagles winning, just because Jalen Hurts could have a really good game. Well, we so haven't I, even mentioned. We don't know if Alex Smith or or Heineke's playing, so it's really kind of depending on that. Exactly, exactly. So it and Jalen Hurts could easily come out and ball out and rejuvenate the team for a nice little playoff run. Not playoff run, but <laughs> to get into the playoffs and lose. But I'm going to lean Washington. I think the Eagles are the only team out of the NFC East, so I don't think they're really playing for anything here other than to stop their division rival. But in terms of the game, I like the football team here. I think if Alex Smith is going to play, which he's shown like how much of a warrior he is this season, so I definitely think he'll be out there. You know, He's not going to miss any opportunities, especially – you know, a chance to win the division. So I like the football team here. I like him actually a lot here. Yeah, it's just, you're right. The uh, Eagles are eliminated. So they're playing for nothing and that plays into it. So I am also definitely leaning towards the football team now. All right, so that'll do it for us. We've covered every single game and don't worry, we'll get your playoff. Ezra and Cutter Sports Talk, everything you want. We'll get that there for you starting next week. So until next time, I'm Ari. Justin, and this is Ezra and Potter, Sports Talk.